Welcome to the game. This is game. They should have never gave you platform. out there on Kamal and this is The Gab. We're on episode 18. Woo! Hey, feel me? My Bia Boy gang out there, hey, put in the comments below. Bia means bay in action. We in action, baby. You see the shirt? You see the shirt? Out here, representing. Ah! Hey, and like the tubers say, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification bell for your boy. And for my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on SoundCloud, and on Google Podcasts. All you got to do is type in the gap. Woo! Hey! Appreciate everybody that's watching, that's listening. You feel me? Shoot me some comments. Let me know what y'all think. You feel me? I be wanting to know what y'all think, too. But uh, let's just hop right into the episode. Let's get right into it. Oh, got to talk about this, man. The bullshit anti-riot bills that they are passing? Oh my god! Poo! Oh, terrible! They are passing this bull malarkey! Ding! Out here. So, they're passing certain things such as immunity to drivers who strike protesters in a public streets, bruh. What?! They passed that in Oklahoma and Ohio. Iowa. How are the f*** pronounce that shit? Yo, come on now. So you're giving immunity to people that hit motherfuckers with their car if they peacefully protesting? Man, what the f*** is that bullshit? I gotta take off my glasses for that. Man, like, they don't give, they don't give a fuck about nobody fucking life that is protesting for their right to live. That's crazy, man. That's wild. All right, they got some other things. Let me read this. In Indiana, Indiana will bar anyone convicted of unlawful protests from employment. So you can't get employed if they feel that you're doing an unlawful protest. That shit's subjective. What? It is in today. Whatever they think is unlawful. They think it's unlawful. Oh, now you can't get hired. Can't get no job. And then, you know all the bullshit that been happening in Minnesota. So, they've been passing bullshit too. Minnesota will prohibit those convicted of unlawful protest from receiving student loans, unemployment benefits, and housing assistance. What a load of fucking bullshit. Suck it. You can suck it with that bullshit. Hold on. Trash. Terrible. Then, alright, and you know Florida, Florida gonna fucking Florida. Look it. I have people out there in Florida I fucking love, but some of the shit y'all y'all be the, the governor doing and just like, just as a state as a whole at times, I'll just be head scratching like, bro, what the fuck y'all be doing? But don't get it fucked up. I, I love my people from Florida, but them other niggas that's from there, and they don't be doing what the fuck they be doing. Look it. We got the governor Ron DeSantis. Suck it, bitch. But this nigga signs the legislation that would have harsh infractions on protesters. Come on, bro. You know who protesting? Minorities. Why are y'all doing this bullshit? 
We already got a hard enough time with the fucking law. Now y'all passing this shit when we trying to peacefully protest. Y'all want to talk about peaceful protest, protest and peace. Da -da. Then they hitting us with this shit. So what's your answer now? I'll wait. Right. Crickets. Nothing. Nothing at all. Crickets. Because it ain't no fucking answer. Y'all see it. It's plain as day. It's right in y'all motherfucking face. Law the bull malarkey. God! Gosh, hold on, bro. I got it. Man, bro. All I'm saying is, is that they want us to protest peacefully. But then they want to put all these roadblocks now for us protesting. So what's the answer? Fuck it, keep on protesting. Fuck these goddamn bills and laws that they trying to pass. They trying to fucking, they trying to fucking take away the First Amendment like we're trying to tell you can't do shit. Like this is just a bunch of bullshit, man. Bunch of bullshit. Boo! Boo! On to the next topic though, man. The forced labor in China with the Uyghurs. Mm. It's fucked up, man. If y'all y'all don't know who the Uyghurs are, the Uyghurs are the minority group who are Muslim in China. And they've been going through bullshit. So much bullshit, bro. But this is one of the factors of bullshit that they're going through. And it's forced motherfucking labor to help out foreign brands. Such as, I'll tell you some of the brands. And I'm like, fuck, man. I use some of these brands. It's just hard to get away from the bullshit. No matter what you use, it's going to be bullshit behind it. But it's good to have the knowledge. But some of the brands such as Nikai, aka Nike, Apple, Dell, and H&M. Which H&M, I swear, bro, got the smallest clothes, bro. That shit don't be fitting a regular man. That shit be bullshit. Ain't they material fucking ass at times. Well, makes sense. Cheap ass labor, bullshitting. But yeah, like, this shit been going on from what they reported in 2017. But I bet it been going on a lot longer. It's just shedding light now. And, like, I'm seeing in the news, like, America trying to take their stance and be like, yo, that's wrong what you guys are doing. That's like calling the fucking tea kettle black or whatever that <laughs> phrase is. Y'all motherfuckers done. That's what y'all built on. America is built on force-free labor. I'm not even going to tell you what it is. You should know. Use your brain. But yeah, that's what's happening in China. And like, the Uyghurs are going through all types of bullshit. They're getting displaced from areas. They're getting fucking murked. Now they're getting enforced labor, cheap-ass labor. And it's like, you know, America's like, ooh, shame on you. But they're still using the labor. So it's like, uh, really, is it shame on them? Like, or is it shame on you motherfuckers too, man? And, like, I mean, I'm part of the fucking problem, too. I'll put it on this on myself. I'm part of the problem, too, because these products that I'm using is with these companies. And it's like, damn, how do you get away from it? In the comments below, if you got a sound plan, because with this, I don't, don't have a sound plan. But if you do, put it in the comments below. Because, like, it's, it's like a hamster wheel. It's just a fucking circle of bullshit. But I just wanted to share some light with that. If, if y'all want to uh, Google what Wiggers are and get more in-depth than what they is from what I told, I highly recommend that. But 
I just wanted to shed some light on that because it just it's 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 fucked up, man. It's just fucked up, man. What's going on out there? And a lot of people I talk to don't even know what the hell going on with this. They like what? And then when I tell them, they like, oh shit. So I just wanted to shed light to y'all out there. But anyway, oh, you know what the next segment we about to get into? Oh, we about to get into the sad segment. Oh, hold on. Let's give the air horns. Air horns. Uh oh. And this is a doco series. It's about white crime. White crime. White crime. White crime. White people do crimes too, but they just sweep it under the rug. <laughs> oh, this this documentary is on Netflix and it's called This is a Robbery. The work the world's biggest art heist. Ooh, niggas is stealing art. So um I didn't get the credentials IMDB gave it or Rotten Tomatoes, but fuck those motherfuckers. They go eat a dick. They critic ass. This came out April 7, 2021. It was directed by Colin Barnacle. Or Barnacle. Or however the hell you say his last name. Good shit, Colin. That's all I gotta say. Good shit. Basically, this documentary was basically based off the art heist that happened on March 18th, 1990. It happened at uh what okay. The Isabella Stewart Gardner Museum. So basically what happened was these two guys dressed up as cops went into this museum and stole $200 million worth of fucking art. Holy fucking Harriet. Jeez. 200 So what they do is it's like they steal $200 million worth of art and you take 10% of that and that's how much it's worth in the street. So $20 million street value. That's crazy. But... What they did, they went there when it was a St. Paddy's Day parade. So in Boston, them motherfuckers go wild for that St. Paddy's Day parade. So all the cops were all over on the other side of town with that parade while these motherfuckers was at this museum robbing the bitch. They robbed it. They they didn't rob it blind, but they robbed big pieces. One of the biggest pieces of the Rembrandts, the storm on the Sea of Galilee. On, and like they stole some other Rembrandt pieces and stuff, but that was the main one they kept focusing on. It was basically where niggas was at the sea and it was the boat and all these niggas was jumping off like, oh God, oh my God, sweet baby Jesus. While they had Jesus in the boat and Jesus was looking at these niggas like, you bitch ass niggas, don't you know I'm Jesus? I will save your little stupid asses. That's how his look was. So, <laughs> but yeah, so like they, um, they they cased the joint out, but at first they thought it was an inside job with this one dude named Rick. Rick was this nigga as a stoner, this nigga did fucking music and stuff like that. But they the only way that these motherfuckers get in through the first door is to get buzzed in. You gotta get buzzed in. Then there's another door, and then boom, you gotta get buzzed in with that one. So what happened? I guess this nigga buzzed him in, saw him, then went through the shit and was like, oh, these are cops. And the cops was like, yo, we heard a disturbance, we gotta come in here, da-da-da. Bow, came in there. You know what they did? Them motherfuckers was like, yo, we got some shit on YouTube, Rick. We gotta uh, put you in cuffs. 
So they put bro in handcuffs, put the other security, which was new. He's a new security guard. That's why they thought it was an inside job, because they thought, like, Rick was in on it. But he wasn't. He was just some Chicken. fucking idiot. He was really just some dumb motherfucker Bored. that just buzzed him motherfuckers in. So they put that nigga in the basement. They had this nigga all tied up with the fucking duct tape. Had him duct tape like this. Look like some little kids duct tape this nigga. <laughs> How they gonna have bro duct tape like that? They were fucking up. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> bro, the shit that was so funny was like they were like wait, fucking up. They were cutting out the art pieces all wrong. They were like fucking around unhinging the frames and shit. But they were in there for 81 minutes robbing that place. But yeah. So they did that and then like these this one couple was eyewitness saw the cops and was like Oh, that's weird. There's some cops right here. But they didn't think nothing of it. Because it's cops. It's white cops. They don't they think it's like, oh, whatever. But they were in some old ass Dodge Blue fucking some type of car or whatever. But then w- later on, down the line, when it came to trial and shit, they didn't even use these niggas. They were like, it was a whole bunch of shit. And they were like, the FBI didn't even come talk to us and none of that. So it was like, that was weird. But at first, they thought it was the Irish mob, and the Irish people were like, Pfft. What? We ain't, we ain't worry about stealing no damn art. We trying to buy guns and shit. <laughs> so they got canceled out quickly. But the it was the Italian mob. That's who they pinned it on, but they never found the art pieces. They on and the crew that supposedly did it, all them niggas died off either by natural causes or people within the crew killed each other. And only one of them uh stayed alive. It was this dude named David, David something. David Tucker? Nah, whatever. He stayed alive. He went into prison for 21 years. He just got out in 2019. So they thought, you know, they time was getting shaved off his sentence. So they was like, oh, this nigga telling. This nigga might be snitching. But he got out, and the only thing they could think is either this nigga doesn't know where the art is, or he does know what the art is, and get and he's going to get that $10 million reward. It's still $10 million reward out for this art that they haven't found yet. So they pinned the shit on the Italian mob with these niggas, but they ain't find no art. Just like the fucking police. Pinning on something, can't find the goddamn evidence. Can't find shit. <laughs> but yeah, like, that was the gist of the fucking story. But this one dude... His name was uh uh Mickey Mickey something. He was an art thief, and this nigga was they. He was friends with some of the people in the crew, and the point of him stealing art was a kind of like a a get out of jail free card. So if you got art, you steal all this fucking art, and you don't only want to know who it is. And when the cops nab you for some other crime, you could be like, yo. I know where this art is at. I know these people that got this art. And they be like, oh, you do? Oh, neat that. Da, da, da. Okay, so like, we'll reduce your sentence or even knock off this fucking uh, uh, sentence that you got if you give us this information. So that's what they are doing. And that's what they're thinking that was going on here with this art being stolen. Because it was like a get out of jail free card. But nobody knew where the fucking art is. So it's just a fucking mystery. It's like the Twilight Zone. What if I was to tell you that the ultimate white-collar crime was actually white people being at the 
against each other. <laughs> That's basically what it was. These niggas was all fucking stupid towards each other. They all nobody knew shit. Nobody knew anything. But this was man, this was good though. That that was the gist of the doc. That was it. That was it was good. I recommend it. I give this shit, you know what I mean? Feel me? Give it eight out of ten. Cause like some of the filming could have been better, but hey man, eight out of ten, good man. I highly recommend this. Go watch this. This is a robbery. The world's biggest art heist on Netflix. None of you motherfuckers get no ideas though. I'm not promoting go rob some goddamn art. I'm just giving you the info of why motherfuckers do it. <laughs> Woo! What? You know what we about to get into now, though. We are about to get into meme, meme time. time. Hey, you know I got my memes today. Oh, man. Oh, man. So this meme come from the latest fight that happened between Usman and Masadov. And Usman gave Brug the Nigerian Hadouken. And that's the picture you see right here. You see him. Bow! And all type of condensation and sweat going everywhere. This one my potter, so you know what the hell going on. It's sweat going everywhere and shit. And like right above it says, look at the sweat. Crying. Some of you motherfuckers spell sweat with S-W-E-E-T, and that's sweet, you dumbasses. It's S-W-E-A-T. So we eat eat eat. So sweat. Sweat. Pronounce it out. But there the sweat got the crying Jordan Jordan emoji. Bro, he knocked the goddamn soul out of Berbera, though. Man, congrats to Usman, man. Yeah, but this would be hella funny, man. Oh, my God. Going to next. Oh, my goodness, bro. <laughs> bro, so they got, so for my potters on the top, they got Will Smith, and he got, like, he having a grand old time. I don't know what the fuck he doing. Look like he, uh, look like he's skydiving. It's a rainbow behind him. Look angelic. But then at the bottom, you got Uncle Phil. You know what I mean? R.I.P. to Uncle Phil, man. From, you know, Fresh Prince. But you got him at the bottom. And then it reads out. This photo of Will Smith bungee jumping. That's what he's doing, bungee jumping. Looks exactly like Uncle Phil. <laughs> That's his doppelganger. Oh, my God. Settle down, baby. <laughs> bro, it really do look like him. No, he really look like Uncle Phil. This is crazy, bro. Damn. I want to go bungee jumping one day. Hey, in the comments below, let me know if y'all ever want to go bungee jumping. Yo, that'd be dope, man. I know that's extreme white activities, but hey, man, I'm part white. Sometimes my whiteness come out. <laughs> well, yeah, bro, looking like Uncle Phil, man. That's crazy. All right. Oh, man, so y'all all know the NFL draft just recently happened. So this is where this meme comes from. For my potters, they have, you know, they have the scene from Get Out when she's, like, holding on to him. And he like this, like, looking at the TV and shit. David Kalua, he looking, he's like this. And the white chick all on his arms, like. And it reads <laughs> how NFL prospects look. Waiting to be drafted. Ain't this the motherfucking truth? 
Bro, these niggas always have some skinny ass white broad draping over their fucking arm. Oh my god, bro. <laughs> <laughs> It's really how I be looking though, man. Damn. Hey man, if she been rocking with you though for for the hard times, I say, hey, off, go for it, man. Love is love. But I ain't gonna lie, man. I wish I seen more of the some black sisters on our black brother's arms draping over him. You feel me? <sighs> but hey, that's how it be, I guess. Woo! Hey y'all, we at the end of the show. I appreciate y'all for watching or listening, whichever one you're doing. This is The Gab. I'm Kamal. This episode 18. Baby, you getting up in them numbers. Ooh, 18. Woo! Hey, and like the tubers say, like, share, comment, subscribe, and push that notification bell. And for my potters out there, I'm on Apple Podcasts, I'm on Google Podcasts, and I'm on SoundCloud. All you got to do is type in The Gab, T-H-E-G-A-B, and I'll pop up. You'll see my goofy ass face. I'm like, mm-hmm. I have shorter hair in, but I'm still looking goofy as fuck. <laughs> hey, the beer boy gang, y'all type it in the comments below. You feel me? We out here. Ah, appreciate y'all. On that note, I'm out of here. Fuck that anti-riot bills. Be art. <laughs> Dealing art. One piece at a time. Oh, this was good. This was good. Ooh, yeah.